Show is starting now. Mm-mm-mm. Bam! Hello there, folks. You are not watching The Tonight Show. This is not the Jimmy Fallon Show, the Jimmy Kimmel Show, the James Corden Show, the Jimmy Ellen Show, or the Jimmy Oprah Show. This is not The Tonight Show. This is The Right Show. So if you came for no laughs, you have to go over to The Daily Show if you want to have a good time. We are here doing it. No writing team, no multi-million dollar contract. The brain of one half Persian, my mug, which is pro-LGBTQ, let's get Biden to quit. And happy to announce we have new stickers. As I go on tour, you will be able to get the Right Show podcast slash live show stickers. And you'll be able to get the Cave on Comedy sticker. Every single person that comes to my show will be able to get one for free. We're just going to hand those out. And we have other merchandise as well. All right. You might be asking, Kayvon, why are you late to the right show? Is it because you're half Persian? The answer is no. We just had to sit through a speech from Joe Billy Bob Biden. It took an extra long time, and I wanted my viewers, who tend to be politically savvy, to also have a chance to come over here after that finish. So we are here now with our special protest episode. Why are we in the mood to protest? Facebook has banned me for 30 days. We're going to talk about why that happened, how you can avoid it happening to you, and how unfair it is to me. Before we get started with that, it is time to ask, where are you from? And what is your favorite ice cream? Sometimes we get a little too serious on this podcast, and we need to lighten up the mood. Another thing is, I am on a diet right now. Big time diet. And that's because I have a big uh, photo shoot coming up when I'm in Arizona on May 8th for my comedy show. So before you see me on May 8th, I will have done a three-hour photo shoot, and then I will be performing that night. So it's a 4 p.m. show, all ages. That's the only time you can allow all ages to be there. Ages 12 and up is what we recommend. It is a PG-13 show. Don't bring your crying baby. Dada, what's that mama? You know, that could be disruptive. But uh, yeah, if you come to the show, you'll see that I am not able to eat. I want to look thin. I get a double chin so easily. I don't know if anyone else has that. But when I eat junk food, it all goes to my face. Big fat face. I could gain three pounds all in my face. And then everyone tells me, hey, you need to settle down. What's wrong with your face? And I'll tell you what. That's why I want to know what your favorite ice cream is. And we're going to live vicariously through plenty of you. Cynthia says pistachio. Melissa in Florida, which I am headed to, says mint chocolate chip. Oh my god. Just thinking about all your ice creams and knowing that I can't eat it, but I'm going to behave. All right. Look at this. Kami vanilla from Ben and Jerry's. I like that. Let's give an applause. Lana Hall, butter pecan. I'm from Philly and... We just missed Philly. Sometimes you guys comment so quickly that I can't keep up. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you might know we're doing this live every Wednesday. There's a lot of visuals. I'm going to try to explain them correctly for you so you're not missing anything. But if you get really envious of what we're talking about and who is commenting, this interactive show is live and it's in the description. So you can check out the description, see the link, and watch it live. If it says podcast... That means it's for your ears. So go to the live version. I I get so many complaints on that. And it is time to keep that from happening. All right, tour dates coming up. Folks, now that I'm thinking about your ice creams, you got me all messed up. Tour dates are coming up and Reno, Nevada was sold out. We had so many packed shows. We had a great time. There was a rule. I couldn't cross the line that they put on the stage, the duct tape line, because COVID, as you know, very smart. It will not cross the duct tape line. And uh, the crowd had to stay 15 feet from the stage. This became a problem when it was time to do the meet and greet and sell merchandise. Reno had a new rule. You're not allowed to do a meet and greet and sell merchandise because you could die from COVID. Now, after the show, we all went to the cafe and we had our waiter serve us and we ate dinner. Then we went down and had a drink at the bar People are everywhere serving everyone, but for some reason, the comedian is not allowed to meet 
the 55 people in the room that he just entertained. So I came up with a compromise. I said, how about this? I'll leave my t-shirts on the stage. Small, medium, large, extra large. And I told the crowd, you know what? Just walk up to the stage, crumple up, you know, whatever amount of money you want, suggested $20, consider it a tip to your favorite half Persian comedian. And you throw that on the stage and I'll stay far away from you. And that's how we'll beat the system. So there was no transaction. I'll tell you what, people had more fun with the coming up to the stage and crumpling up money and throwing it. I felt like a disabled stripper because I had to stay sitting on the stool in the corner, but everybody was just making me feel great. And I was just like, yeah, a lot of enthusiasm from here, but I couldn't like wander out to them and give them the, the true twerkalicious like I wanted to. So I thought I would share the video with you so you could see what the heck am I talking about how do you sell merchandise without actually selling it? Take a sneak peek. Socially distanced merchandise selling. Enjoy. The comedy club has finally reopened, but there's a rule you can't get too close to the patrons. But they want t-shirts and books, so I just put the items out and said, throw your money and take something and we'll joke around about it. We had more fun after the show than during, and the show was awesome. Check it out. They made a new rule, you can't get too close to the fans, so they're just throwing the money and taking the belongings. Everybody put the money and back up. How to sell merchandise during a social distancing pandemic. Don't touch the animals. Stay away and don't feed the animals either. Throw it. Don't touch me. Leave me alone. I don't understand what it means. That is my jokes that I told tonight. Thought that video was a little longer. Uh, okay, good. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. And that is how you do social distanced merchandise selling. You may have just caught me in the act enjoying a little bit of cookies and cream, ice cream. Not my fault. You guys kept talking about it. You put it in my mind, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. I took that time to have, it was like 10 scoops. I mean, come on, it's not that big of a deal. Mm. Which means more treadmill after this. I have to tell you something about the treadmill. Today I was on the treadmill running at 24 hour fatness and it was a little disappointing. An employee came up to me. Now I'd been running for about five miles so the mask had come down. Cause I don't know about you, does the mask stay here at all times on you? I must have a really weird John Kerry type chin. It grabs the mask and pulls down, then grabs it down and pretty soon it's down to here. And it's not like I'm like ripping it down. My chin is doing all the work for me. So next thing I know, I'm just kind of on the cool down jog and this gentleman comes up, goes, hey bro, like for real, dude. I look over, I don't know who he is. Apparently he works at 24 hour fitness, but he's on the treadmill next to me, which is shut down for social distancing. And he's like, what are you like for real? Almost like we had an argument earlier that day and I stole his girlfriend or something. And I go, can I help you? He's like, put your mask on, dude. I go, okay, it came down while I was running. He's like, then put it back up. Now, here's my question. If it's so dangerous right now and COVID is so deadly, why was he so close to me and showing me how to do the mask? And he pulled it down at one point to explain to me why and then pulled it. Wasn't he in the death zone? Wasn't he in the zone of the most deadly area to be if he truly believes COVID is going to kill everyone if I don't wear my mask. What I believe is he has to enforce the rule. I understand he has to enforce it, but the rule is there because they believe COVID is deadly, not just a social rule. This is not supposed to be like, hey, we're all doing this, bro. It's supposed to be, this is for your own safety. I'm gonna stand really far back because I'm really scared right now, but you need to pull your mask up because it's very dangerous around you right now due to you breathing regular, okay? So we've totally missed the thread. The mask is the new ice bucket challenge. Everybody just wants you to do it because everybody else is doing it and nobody knows why we're doing it. It's because Dr. Fauci, he, at first he said you don't need a mask. Then he said you need a mask. 
Then he said, two masks, maybe three, or duct tape the whole box to your head, a baker's dozen, 13 masks would be the best. And it's very annoying. So I can't wait. Another thing that was just announced is uh, Joe Biden and his administration has announced we're allowed to go outside now without a mask. Uh, anyone not get that memo because they've been going outside without a mask since, I don't know, their whole life? I have not been waiting on pins and needles for Joe Biden to explain to me the guy who wore a mask on one ear and gave half a speech on a Zoom call before he realized it was dangling on his ear like something about Mary. I was not waiting for him to give me advice on when or when I could not wear the mask. All right, with that said, it is time to discuss upcoming shows and tour dates. I hope you will all come. Now, Reno, we just finished. So we're going to remove Reno from the list, leaving only five more cities to go. The nation is slow to reopen. So if you want a private event, you want a comedian to come to you, I do have a Kansas graduation coming up for a bunch of 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds. I'm doing a birthday party. I'm doing a company event. And I'm doing a city. A whole city has invited me. That's how you know you're getting bigger. When a uh, city that says, we got a lot of conservatives that would love your show. Would you come perform for us? I used to go to a city to perform. Now the city is inviting me to come perform. It's the most amazing thing in the world. So, uh, shout out to that. Let's give an applause. That's right. And every time they invite me to come perform, make a little money, which wasn't happening last year, so we give it a... Phoenix is coming up next. I hope you will get your tickets because that shows the comedy club owner they need to bring me more often. They gave me three weeks to advertise. Facebook has shut me down. I can't let my people know. But maybe with your help, you buy five tickets and you tell your coworkers, we're going to go laugh, have a good time. Comedy is coming back. So come on down, Phoenix, Minneapolis, Miami, Tampa, and Washington, D.C. After that, I've just landed a children's show. I will be the host of a children's talent show, kind of like America's Got Talent, all filmed in Orange County next to Disneyland. It's only going to air on YouTube. <laughs> this isn't going to be, uh, you know, as big as the Academy Awards. But then again, they had the worst viewership they have ever had. So maybe we get more views on my show as the host than the Oscars did. And that would be just about amazing. Time for our next segment, the comment of the week. Okay, comment of the week now. And my people who are listening on the podcast, I'm sharing a comment on the screen. It's hard to read, but I'll read it to you anyway. That's what I'm here for. This gentleman, Matt Phillips, who was also a sponsor and got me this amazing recording device that makes these cool sounds. Matt Phillips says, what does Kayvon stand for? Kick-ass version of news. K-V-O-N. Matt says, I tune into shows like this to get the real story that you won't get from CNN. This show is starting to feel like a comedy-based game show about the news. Great job, Kayvon. I find it entertaining and educational. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, thank you. The second best comment of the week I do want to share with you comes to us from none other, you're not going to believe this, than Larry Elder. Yes. Larry Elder has become somewhat of a fan of my clips. I'm honored to say that because I'm a much bigger fan of him than he is of me. But this is the second time Larry Elder has retweeted me. If you don't know Larry Elder, look him up. You owe it to yourself. Watch him on YouTube. He's known as the Sage of South Central. Uh, he grew up in the ghetto. He had a very rough life in South Central LA, but he worked hard, went to school every day, and his dad taught him the meaning of hard work. He said, Larry, in America, it's not about race. It's not about discrimination. In America, hard work wins. He went on to graduate at the top of his class, got a job making buku bucks at a law firm, and turned it into a nationally syndicated radio show, which is seen all over the world. So I am honored to tell you that Larry Elder took my second comedy clip that he liked and posted, Biden wears mask halfway on his face like an idiot. Check out Kayvon Comedy. So that is fantastic. Thank you, Larry Elder, for including me in your tweets. My goodness, he has almost a million fans and they follow him pretty closely. All right, 
It is now time to talk about some important definitions and terms if you're going to understand The Right Show. We're going to go into that segment now. And remember, you can't just watch the show unless you know what we're talking about. So first time viewers, first time listeners, here's the definitions you need to know. One of the definitions you need to know when we talk about liberals and leftists. A liberal is someone who is like a libertarian. They have their own ideas that might not agree with yours, but they're not here to harass you. They want you to live your life. They will live theirs. We have no problem with classical liberals. Who we do have a problem with is leftist. Leftism is almost a religion. It's a radical group. Uh, whatever they think up, you must follow it immediately or they want to fire you, heckle you, yell at you, scream at you, educate you, and call you all kinds of names, usually ending in racist or Hitler. Remember, you have never won an argument against a leftist unless they've called you a racist Hitler. So that should be what we're all aspiring to. We all want to one day reach racist Hitler status. I'm proud to say... Although my father is an Iranian Muslim immigrant who came to this country just 40 years ago, I have been called a white, privileged, racist Hitler over 500 times by radical leftists. Amazing. So, the first term you need to realize is leftism is a mental illness. Do you agree? Put it in the comments. Why do I say leftism is a mental illness? Well, you look at LeBron James. There was a girl trying to stab another girl with a knife just last week. You can Google this and look it up for yourself. Watch the footage. Before LeBron James even knew the whole story, the context, what was going on, he immediately tweeted, How come that police officer had to shoot that innocent young girl? They need to stop killing us and hunting us every day. You next. All kinds. His, his idea. He wants to be the first to talk about something political before he has even heard the whole story. And as we know, the lie goes around the world twice before the truth gets out of bed and puts its pants on. LeBron James helps spread lies every time he tweets because he doesn't know much about the topic. His big skill in life is putting a circle into a bigger circle. And he thinks that translates to him understanding the intricacies of police interactions with a violent, knife-wielding woman. They said she was just a little girl. They talk about her like she was a little baby that just floated down the river in a basket and the cop just pop, pop, pop. What truly happened was she's a 280-pound, 16-and-a-half-year-old who was swinging that knife like it was the 10th time she tried it. So... LeBron James proves he has a mental illness. It's leftism. Great basketball player, mental problems when it comes to thinking. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was like, when was the last time an actor assassinated a president? That's what I want to know. If you haven't heard that clip, it'll blow your mind. He's trying to make friends with his cocktail party fellow leftist. And he says, when, when was the last time... No... Uh, this is in regards to Donald Trump, by the way. So he's speaking at a fundraising event of some sort. They give him the microphone, and he knows he'll get an applause. Standing ovation he got for going, Every day I watch the president. I think, when was the last time an actor assassinated the president? Hmm, maybe I should look into that. Okay, dude, you're a pirate for Disney movies. You're not the real deal. And why did your fans and your fellow employees clap so hard for that? Because leftism is a mental illness. Notice, I want Biden to quit, but I have never threatened such things. Madonna, same thing. Madonna had a speech. You may remember it if you don't look this up. You need to know these things so we're all on the same page. Madonna's got her buck teeth with the gap in it. You can kick a field goal through it. She's 65 years old. She's wearing fishnets, and she's going, Yes, I am angry. Yes, I am upset. And yes, as soon as Donald Trump was elected, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. First time she thought about blowing 
something up, which was interesting. So this is why we know leftism is a mental illness. So when I say that, it's not just a figure of speech. I literally want you to understand that. Next term you need to know, social justice warriors. We all know what a social justice warrior is. It's someone who sees injustice and wants to fight it. This may have made a lot more sense in the days of slavery, uh, which Africa started and tried to pitch their products on England and the United States. You know, the United States wasn't even a country as Africa was like, please, please buy these from us. They came over and made this a very popular industry. And the United States finally formed with a birth certificate that says, we believe all men are created equal. Now, they didn't have a magic wand, and they couldn't just change 4,000 years of African tradition, heritage, and slavery. So that birth certificate was what they used to slowly transition to help America live up to what they believed it should be. Within 100 years, slavery was done, and it wasn't easily. Imagine, this is a huge shift. It's, it'd be like saying everyone should get rid of their iPhone, and now men with guns are coming to take away your iPhone because that's your belonging, you paid for that, but if you realize it's not good, okay? Now that's just an example, so here we go. I'm gonna cancel you for saying that. You have to understand, Africa had a product. It was a horrible idea they started. Africa just decided to enslave certain tribes they didn't like and push them on other continents. So, the United States inherited this horrible practice from Africa and fixed it for Africa within a hundred years of this beautiful young nation. So people that tell you, oh, America started slavery, they don't know history. They don't know America ended slavery. And the reason they don't know that is the Democratic Party had more slaves than any other. The Deep South Democrats believed in slavery for so long. So when it was time to free them, they fought against that. Now you move on. Democrats don't like the African-American community, so they start laws. They start segregation. Segregation now, segregation here, segregation forever. Look up who said that. Educate yourself. Look, at, look up who said that in response to keeping young black people out of school with the whites. Find out what party they are and please put it in the comments. Can't believe some of you don't know this stuff. So once the Republicans came in we believe in freedom. We believe in everyone being able to work hard and achieve whatever they earn, merit-based, no handouts. The Democrats had to quickly change tactics, okay? So they went from enslaving the people to segregating and hating and chasing and beating the people to then pandering to the people, still hurting them, still significantly hurting the African-American community by keeping them on welfare, Encouraging them to not work. Encouraging them to not have a man in the house. Giving them side benefits as long as you just give me your vote. I'll get money from other people and give you some freebies. But those freebies come at a very big cost. Because if you have a job at McDonald's where you're making $12 an hour, you're actually a little bit better off not working. Well, if you don't work at McDonald's for the first two years of your life and then get promoted to manager and then stock some money away, and then buy a small house or apartment, condo, and then work your way up to mid-level management, and then own a McDonald's or your own restaurant one day, then you will always be stuck at that sub-welfare level. So it sounds like a good deal at first, just like that t-shirt at college. They offer you that t-shirt. Hey, sign up for this American Express card, you get a free t-shirt. You're going, man, it's laundry day, my armpits smell horrible, I'll take a free t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, just sign here, 25% credit card, and uh, yeah. Then you're like, what's a credit card? They're like, you just, you don't have to pay for anything. It's free. What does that do to you in the long run? I'll let you think about that. Big tangent. That is what a social justice warrior does. Social justice warrior wants to fight injustice. Slavery, segregation. We're going to fight uh, the women's pay gap. Okay? But once all these things have been defeated, they still need something to fight. But there's nothing left to fight. There's nothing left. The cop that shot the girl with a knife, they're like, what, what about that? Then they realize, oh, that wasn't it. Oh, what about the guy who attacked Juicy Smollett? Oh, the two Trump supporters. Ah, 
They're out of things to fight because America is a great spot. Everyone has an opportunity. We were, we're not all born rich. But within one generation, two generations, keep yourself out of trouble, work hard. There's no reason why your kid can't be a doctor 18 years from tomorrow. What other nation can that just happen? There is nothing holding anyone back except here and hard work. Here, rolling those sleeves up. So these social justice warriors still need to social justice. They have now turned into what I call social justice pioneers. Do you know what a pioneer is? I'm from Nevada. Pioneers kept going further and further west, searching for something that might not be there. They started scooping up dirt and sifting through it, hoping to find silver and gold. Social justice pioneers are out of obvious forms of injustice. So they are now digging deeper, getting more upset. They're getting upset with Dr. Seuss. They're getting upset with Mark Twain, Thomas Jefferson, Michael Jordan, Roseanne. They're getting upset with Tim Allen. They don't know who to fight anymore. So they have to keep sifting and fighting and throwing so many good people out with the bathwater because there's no gold in them their hills. So that is the next term you need to know, social justice pioneers. And finally, the term we all need to know is the one that was made up recently from social justice pioneers. It's our good friends, our Latino friends. Now I have hundreds of Latino friends, fans, and even Latinos in my family. The Latino people are amazing. They're cool. But the far left has decided we're going to rename them the Latinxes. You go to any college campus, Kamala Harris, uh, people on that side of the fence, the far radical left. And they're like, we just need to show our respect to the Latinx community. Nobody ever consulted with Latinos and the Latinas if they want to be called Latinxes. And the reason is they don't like that name. But the radical left, most of them overly educated white women that have never worked in the real world, have no Latino friends, have wanted desperately to rename them the Latinxes. If you like the term Latinx or La Latinx, put it in the comment section. But I think the word Latinx just stinks. Thank you. Next section. Boom! We got new merch. The new merch is here. This is the Tanks God t-shirt. So whenever you watch my show, whenever you want to show which entertainer you support, what better shirt to wear than Tanks God? Something my father said whenever something good would happen in our family. Tanks God. And the good thing about my new website is these come in all different colors, all different styles, even a mug and a coffee tumbler. So make sure to pick up the Tanks God merchandise. We've sold hundreds of those in just a week and I'm very excited about that. Okay, two more terms we need to know. We all know about men's sports and how a lot of men that aren't cutting it in men's sports are suddenly having the revelation they are now women and sweeping the tournaments, beating the heck out of the young brave women who've trained their whole life with a little snippy snappy these guys are going over there and getting all the trophies. Is it fair? I'm not going to take a position because I don't want to get canceled. You can take your position in the comments and I'll have nothing to do with it. But I think something unique that no one has thought of is we should have men's sports, women's sports, and a whole new category since this is a brand new idea. We should have the X-Men Games. Tell me if you would support the X-Men Games games pay-per-view you can watch all these different athletes from all walks of life they can dress how they want look how they want and it would be quite a spectacle i think we should look into it please send your request to dr rachel levine the final term as we all know lgbtq let's get biden to quit that is the end of the terms and definitions segment and then we're going to go in to conservatives versus leftists That'll be coming up right after this. All right, the difference between conservatives and leftists. 
This is your chance to put it in the comments. You should be thinking about this every single day because the media wants to frame it one way. The media wants to frame it that conservatives are all racist Nazi Hitlers and leftists want to just help everybody. If you accept that definition, you're always on the defense. Why not go on the offense for once? That's what we do here. I will propose to you, conservatives want to keep what they earn. Two words that are important there. Keep, earn. Leftists want to give away everything that is not theirs. Mm -hmm. And of course, that is a huge difference. Okay, It's so easy to give away things that are not yours, isn't it? Imagine you're driving down the street and you see someone with a really nice car and you go, he shouldn't have that. We should sell that and split it up and give that to the homeless. And you look at that guy and you go, well, why don't you sell your iPhone and your shoes and give that to the homeless? Well, no, because I don't have as much as that guy. I mean, that guy has a brand new Mercedes and he has, he has more money. So that's why. And you're like, you see how easy it is? Because no matter what level or station you are in life, there's always somebody that's in a different position for now. And that's sad. For instance, there is a famous saying that I felt bad that my shoes were old until I saw a man with no shoes. And that man felt horrible he had no shoes until he saw a man with no feet. Think about it as we move on to our next segment. Hollywood has been very disrespectful. It's been disrespectful to you. It's been disrespectful to me. How is Hollywood disrespectful? Well, they keep picking the kind of entertainment you're supposed to like, but they don't check with you first. They'll find out what you like and go the opposite way just to spite you. Does it feel like that? It should. Because I lived in Hollywood for 15 years. In the beginning of my tenure in LA, I was getting auditions, I was going out for things, people were looking for me. However, four or five years later, and by the way, I was getting even younger and handsomer as time went on, but they would put in the audition, please no white people for this role. Uh, we're looking for diversity in this role. And a lot of you are saying, well, Kayvon, that's perfect. Your dad's Middle Eastern. No, no, no. When they're picking diversity, they don't just look for a guy who can tell you a story or a funny joke about his dad or his mom. They need the camera to pan across your face and bling, see whatever type of diversity they're trying to virtue signal. So if you have a huge unibrow and your name is Ahla Mohalla Mohalla, that's perfect for them. But if you happen to look like me and you're like, yo, but my dad is Ahla Mohamala Hamala, they're like, bro. We're just gonna pick Ahmad Mahamala Jr. We don't, we're not gonna we're not gonna explain to the viewers of the new Spider-Man movie your heritage. You need to look the part. Hollywood is a visual medium. I hope you understand that. So in that effort, there's no other job. You can never go to a job interview at Target and they're like, we're really just, you know, right now we're just saying no black women. Sorry, we have enough black women. It's it's time for some Mexican men and some Asian five foot and under people to work here, sorry. No, but in Hollywood, that, that's acceptable for some reason. So they disrespect your favorite actors. Roseanne gets fired for a tweet. Uh, Tom, or Tim Allen, I should say. Tim Allen, number one show on, on uh, his network. They just kick it off because why? Oh, well, even though his ratings were good, it's not the direction we're going in. That's just code for he's white. And ABC changed from having Tim Allen, who was, think about it, Tim Allen had his own sitcom for seven years, one of the top sitcoms, remember? It was called Home Improvement. And in the sitcom, he had another TV show that was a hit called Tool Time with Al Borland. If you remember this stuff, these shows were fun. It was just a slice of life. And it wasn't that it was he was white. Nobody cared Tim Allen was white because right after that, we had Steve Urkel and Carl Winslow. And we love that family too. But ABC decided to kick one group off. Then they have blackish, grownish, off the boatish. ABC now stands for All Black Channel. That's what they want. So they disrespected your favorites. ABC is owned by Disney, if I'm not mistaken. 
They kicked Gina Carano off of the movie Star Wars. Uh, the TV show, I should say, The Mandalorian. Okay, we have to be very specific because the haters come in. He's stupid. He doesn't know. First of all, I don't even watch TV anymore. And neither do most of you. But it is sad to hear that Gina Carano, who's a talented woman. You would think woman. That's good. And Carano, she's not just like a regular white woman. She's got an Italian, you know. None of it's good enough. She's a UFC fighter. She actually was a WWE champion. She has a resume. None of it good enough because once you go against the left... All those things about diversity and womanhood and what private parts you have and LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ, next time won't you pee with me? All of this stuff goes right out the window. Speaking of which, here's how bad comedians are now. I'm a comedian. The reason I got into comedy was I thought these were the bold, amazing voices that just said whatever. They have fun. They make fun of everybody. Nothing is sacred. I said, that's who I want to be. By the time I got to this position in comedy, I looked around and all my peers were gone. Now it's just a bunch of woke jokes who pretend to be comedians. They've been put, they look more famous than me on paper. They're on Netflix. My goodness, they have TV shows. Stephen Cobor, Trevor No Laughs, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. And then you got the lesser ones who are on Netflix. You know, every week there's a new one. I'm the first guy to wear a dress on Netflix. I'm the first girl to pull down my pants and hit myself with a hammer. I mean, it's all these I'm first, this, that, and the other. It's not good anymore. You go to a comedy club, they're not funny anymore. Unless you come to my show, Phoenix, Minneapolis, Miami, Tampa, and DC. Thank you, thank you. These comedians are not doing their job anymore and they have no interest in being counterculture, punk rock irreverent, mocking. Saturday Night Live, if you haven't heard, has officially started protesting the fact that they're gonna have Elon Musk as the host, okay? Elon Musk, Saturday Night Live. I read you, podcast listeners. SNL, which stands for Sorry Not Laughing, SNL cast members quietly rebel against having Elon Musk host the show. What is that all about? Elon Musk is one of the most brilliant minds of our generation. He's South African, just like, no, 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 you have to understand. That's where Trevor Nolafs is from. He's South African too. Of course, he's white and black. Okay, he is half white and half black. But, 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 you have to understand. But he can't be racist because half black, even though his dad is from Switzerland. Okay, you have to understand. No, no, Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah, he can't be racist because he's half black, you see. No matter what stupid thing comes out of his mouth, you must agree or you're racist. Well, now you have Elon Musk, an actual genius who I believe started with PayPal. We're all paying people easily thanks to his technology that he invented. You could check me in the facts. You know, I, it was a dot com. I think it was PayPal. Let me know. Elon Musk, who went on to start SpaceX. And I believe the Falcon rockets are going to Mars and the moon and the space station and returning and you can reuse it. Remember what NASA used to do? Shoot something in the air and blow everybody up plus the monkey would die too. He's sending unmanned rockets all over the world, all over the universe, okay? This is the kind of guy you want. This is, do you guys know the, the uh, Iron Man? Okay, there's a character called Iron Man. He's our real life Iron Man, okay? And we all know Iron Man, Tony Stark, played by an actor, but he would have all these inventions and things. That's Elon Musk in real life. Tesla cars. He's doing the boring company. He's boring a hole underground so you can drive your Tesla 120 miles an hour to Vegas. You can get there in an hour and 45 minutes from Los Angeles. No traffic, underground. Oh, SNL doesn't want him coming and hosting the show. It makes us sad. He doesn't believe in our same values about the vaccine. It's like Elon Musk made a few jokes about the vaccine, a few uh, jokes about the woke culture, smoked some weed, and told everyone to, uh, to buy Doge coins. I call it doggy coin. And suddenly, this SNL is not having it. Okay, we don't care what you like, SNL. Have you looked at your ratings? Nobody likes you. That's why you went from one of America's most time-honored traditions. I'm not hating on SNL. I loved SNL. 
I'm just sad to see it's dead. So they're taking away that. They're taking away Dr. Seuss. They're replacing it though. Here's the little trick. As they're telling you Dr. Seuss is not acceptable, but Mrs. Obama, Big Mama Obama and Barack have a new show that's way more up to date and more socially aware. You see what they're doing? They're chopping down your favorite institutions and trying to replace it with a cheap knockoff alternative. Mochi and waffles. I love mochi and I love waffles and I will not support that show. Not happening, okay? And what happens when woke, <laughs> it's not work culture. Have you noticed? They need to get more into work culture, but they're into woke culture. So since work culture is gone and woke culture is here, by the way, the word woke, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's not even the proper tense. Just say I've been awakened. Yo, I'm woke. Urgh. All right. So what happens because of woke culture? Well, you play with the bull, you get the horns. Hollywood Reporter announces, the Oscars have now hit an all-time ratings low, shedding more than 50% of last year's views. Good, 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 good. And if you don't know anything about the ratings, last year's ratings were 50% of the year before that. So they've lost 75% of all viewers just in two years. Now, what has changed in two years? Uh, have conservatives changed their ideas? Have people who love the country started doing anything different? Have people who love the border done anything different? Have people who love the national anthem done anything different? Have people who like to stand for the flag done anything different? Have people who love the troops done anything different? No, the only one who's done anything, we've been standing right here. That's why I say I'm not even really a conservative. I'm just a guy that was just standing here and you guys move so far left, okay? Or should I go this way for my camera people? Okay. I haven't moved. We didn't leave Hollywood. Hollywood left us. And that is why we come to my next segment. How do we now protest Hollywood, but not the woke way, the right way. All right, so you're asking me, Kayvon, what do we do? Are we just gonna complain about it? No, we're not. We're gonna, first of all, support people who support our values. We're gonna keep spending our hard-earned money on entertainment. We're gonna watch great shows, but we're not gonna watch their shows anymore. That's all you have to do. Turn off the TV, call your cable company, say I'm not interested, Destination Entertainment. You can find me, you've already found me right here on YouTube. I'm here to stay until they boot me, then I'll be on Rumble, which I have, Cave on Comedy. I'll be on Telegram, Cave on Comedy. Twitter, Cave on Comedy. They can't get me off everything. And eventually I'll be uh, just coming to you from pirate radio under a aluminum blanket. Yes, yes, I'm still doing my show. And I bet half of you will still be there with me too. We'll be a little column. What is it called? Like a combine? Concubine? I don't know. Concubines are, are prostitutes. We'll be doing that too, trust me. Speaking of which, buy my new mug. Thank you. All right, you're saying cave on. You're coming up with all kinds of problems, but what are your solutions? Well, that's why I'm here to help, okay? Hollywood has let you down, so we're gonna hit back. We are no longer gonna support Oprah, okay? Do you wanna support Oprah and keep feeding her pocketbook, making her pocketbook fatter and fatter, making her purse bigger and bigger, or would you like to support the new and improved Candace Owens. Look at that. That's how you exercise your protest, folks. All you have to do is switch it up. Boom. All right, let's go to the next one. You're saying, Kayvon, so you're telling me to switch my favorite Oprah to now candy. Yes. And instead of watching an idiot like La Dum Dum and his unibrow friend and his Afroed brothers, put a circle into another circle, okay? You're gonna have to find something else to watch. Now, put in the comments if you love basketball or put in the comments of, I used to love basketball. It'll be very interesting to see who's made the shift. I have an alternative for you. Instead of watching La Dum Dum James try to make a basket, you can just watch a Cambodian make a basket. It's still interesting. He's already kneeling and he's trying to make a basket. It's just, I think it's more entertaining and this guy is a lot smarter than La Dum Dum James. 
Who wants more people to fight with knives and the police to stay out of it? Now, movies. Do you want to watch Spike Lee? Okay, he's always coming up with this country's racist, this country's this, that. Spike Lee is more privileged and rich than most of us will ever know, but he'll tell you he's the biggest victim since Frederick Douglass. So, do you want to watch this idiot Spike Lee, or here's your alternative. You should watch a guy get a spike in his head. It's way more interesting. And there are videos of men with spikes in their heads. I couldn't show the actual video. And you can watch the doctor remove it. And it's so much more entertaining. And the racism is left out of it. Instead of watching Alyssa Milano, okay? She is so obnoxious. Every social justice pioneering effort out there, she's the first one there crying about it. Instead of watching Alyssa Milano, go to the store and buy some Milanos. Those are delicious and they're part of a well-balanced diet. All right, that's the last ice cream I'm having until my photo shoot. No more ice cream. Instead of watching Rachel Madcow, you know that dude with the glasses she stole from Anderson Cooper? And she's always mugging with the camera, giving her Elvis impersonation. <laughs> I'm all shook up. <laughs> Every time a news story comes out, she's all shook up. Instead of watching Rachel Madcow, what's more interesting is you can watch this dog munch a carpet. It's a beautiful Labrador. And uh, much smarter, much better looking, and much more tolerable. So I'd much rather watch that. Now, instead of watching Don Lemon, who goes home every night to his white boyfriend but tells you how racist America is. Every day he tells you how racist it is, then he goes and lets a white guy take his anger out on him. You could watch, instead of Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Larry Elder and Thomas Sowell. Get to know these names, please. Because if you don't know these names, then you're just sitting there watching what they offer you. You gotta seek out these destinations. Instead of watching these idiots, look at them all. Stephen Cobor, Trevor No Laughs, Jimmy Kuomal, Jimmy Corden, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Larry Dummore, Seth Beta Male Myers, Bill Myers. They all have the same name. Conan. Instead of watching these people, you can get tickets to see these guys. Thank you. For my podcast listeners, this is just 12 pictures of me as opposed to the 12. But wouldn't you rather watch all 12 of these guys than these guys? I'm going to let you guys vote in the comments. And look at this one right here, if I can zoom in on it. I don't know if the zoom in works. Oh, yeah. This is me. There's a video of me getting ready for the Summer Olympics 2020. Oh, yes. I think some people are fans. All right. If you're watching this on Instagram, jump over to youtube.com slash caveoncomedy. We're live now. And if you're listening, it's a podcast. You're going to have to find the link and watch the live. Instead of watching this guy, Joe Biden, what would you guys rather watch? Put it in the comments. Let's see if we can highlight it. What would you rather watch than Joe Biden, who puts a mask over his eyeballs and talks, pulls it down to cough, he puts his elbow out there and sneezes into it and then wipes it and then he's on a Zoom call. Instead of watching Joe Biden, I have a better alternative for everyone. You guys, it's more interesting to watch your bidet. B-I-D-E-T. Thank you very much. All right, that is the end of this segment and it's almost time to go. Can you believe we've done an hour and it just flew by? That's how it works on the right show. So uh, when we come back, uh, we have a comedy clip for you, and then I think the Prime Minister of Canada might maybe come by. It was a tough ask. His people were negotiating with me, but uh, yeah, comedy clip when we come back. It's been a little too heavy, and I think it's time to dust it off with a little humor because The Right Show is funnier than The Tonight Show. Here we go. This comedy clip uh, comes to you from over a decade ago. And the reason I decided to post comedy clips is because your favorite shows don't do it anymore. In fact, Bill Maher, who used to be one of my favorite comedians, legitimately he gets things right sometimes, decided to completely pander. So I'm going to show you this video, then I'm going to show you my comedy clip. This is just to kind of round out the idea that Hollywood is lying to you, 
If you don't believe me, Hollywood is lying to you. They are telling you things that are not true. Okay? They're telling you that there's nothing funny about Joe Biden. There's nothing to make fun of. And I put this video out and it has already 150,000 views in just two days. It's going to continue to grow. And that's why I want you to watch it now in case you missed it. Bill Maher lying to you that comedians can't make fun of Joe Biden. There's nothing funny about him and me proving him wrong. Then it's time for comedy. And finally, new rule three months into his presidency. It's time to admit that Joe Biden has been a huge disappointment to comedians. <laughs> folks, come on, folks. Let's get real. I'm not kidding around here. You know, you know, we got to do the thing. We did Barack. We did the deal, you know. And, uh, you know, my dad, my dad, you know. Lost his job in Scranton. No joke. No joke. I'm not being a wise guy here. He said, Pops, why'd you lose? He said, Joe, I did. My mom said, that's the cookie. Which he, I think, I, you know. But folks, I care. I care a lot. People are suffering. And I do. And my mother said, you know, that's the way the cookie is. And it goes, those places. And, you know, we can do this, shots. We can, in fact, in, do better than we did before. All the jokes we were stockpiling about ancient, doddering, sleepy Joe. Useless. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these millstones no longer mark our national morning, these milestones, I should say, no, no longer mo mark our national morning. The man has been nothing short of sharp, focused, and completely on top of things. For every once in a while, you are confronted as a government official, a business leader, a labor leader with a real problem. And it doesn't take you long to figure out that how to turn it into an opportunity. We talked about this in terms of jobs. It's astounding. We were expecting a font of comedy gold about a senile geezer showing up to work in his pajama bottoms and plowing his motorcade into a farmer's market. Forget the dog, he was going to bite someone on the South Lawn. <laughs> but a funny thing happened on the way to the old age home. Biden slayed the orange dragon and is now spearheading the most transformative administration since FDR. The other thing we found is, and I'm sorry to go on, but this is really important to me. The, uh, the other part, portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community in the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts, know how to use, know how to get online. With an approval rating of 59%. <laughs> Even the Joe Biden ticks and gaffes that used to bug us, the hair smelling. You know, I've told my daughters, granddaughters, from the time they were old enough to understand what I was saying, and I mean it, there's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. Ridiculous on its face. I came up with a very quick list right here, and I'll hope you'll add more in the comments. Enjoy. So which comedian are you going to support? I'm on tour right now and Bill Maher is on tour, but you can find my tour dates on kvon.tv. That's my website.
Good evening, my fellow Americans. Tonight, I'd like to talk to you. So there you have it. Thank you so much for watching that. Thanks to Bill Maher lying to his fans and my video about that going viral, I propose I will have about a hundred thousand new fans. Each time they lie, I get new fans. Thank you Chris Kohler for throwing a little money in the bucket supporting comedians who are gonna go head to head against some of the big dogs so we need as much support as we can. With that said, uh, we are now at 262,000 YouTube subscribers while getting banned on Facebook simultaneously. If you're asking why did I get banned, Facebook sent me an email that said, you have been fact checked too many times, so you have a 30 day ban. What were the fact checks? One of my videos was titled, is Joe Biden just a stupid hologram? I thought that was a funny title. The fact check said, Joe Biden is not a hologram. This is misleading. The next video I made was Kamala Harris is sick and tired of Biden's racism. Because if you remember in one of the debates, Biden was yelled at by Kamala Harris, kept going, there was a little girl <laughs> who couldn't get on a bus and that girl was me because of your segregation ideas. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he just hung his head in shame. Well, when he asked her to then be his vice president pick, she's like, that'd be great, I'm that little girl. So I posted, Kamala Harris is sick and tired of Biden's life of racism, and I showed that clip. The fact checker said, this lacks context. Kamala later went on to forgive him. I didn't say Kamala never forgave him. I said at the time of that clip, she was sick and tired, as she said, of the way he handled racial issues. So I have like three of those. The fact checkers are working triple time on me. I've been banned for 30 days and they said my account is at risk of being taken away permanently if this continues. I don't know how to make funny videos about the administration if they're gonna fact check the comedy. Nobody fact checks all your favorite late night hosts. Bill Maher just said 30 lies in a row and I just made jokes about it, but I'm gonna be the one fact checked. What they're doing is they're fulfilling their own prophecy. They're saying there's no funny comedians on the right. And then when one pops up, they cancel them and go, see, there's no funny comedians on the right. And another one comes up and they kill him. See, so they're just circular reasoning it because they are taking us off the chessboard. So that's why I thank you, Chris, for your support and every one of you that has thrown money in the Venmo, the GoFundMe and come to my shows. Remember, Phoenix, Minneapolis, Miami, Tampa, DC. Prefer Versace. All city hoes, no by mosquito, every cutie with a cootie with the booty. Woo! That's an old song. Can't believe that popped in my head. All right, now, a moment of comedy, which you've been waiting for. This comes to us from over a decade ago when I was doing my Persian jokes, more Persian jokes, which everybody love. So I play for you, rewind from the archive going back in time. So I hope you'll enjoy this comedy rewind. And remember, the quality is not that great because it's something I was just gonna use to watch myself, but I figured why not share it with you so you can see how comedians do what we do night after night, perfecting our jokes and honing our craft. True comedy club lovers are going to enjoy this. So my name's Kayvon, that's a Middle Eastern name. Uh, yes, right here, right here. What kind of Middle Eastern are you? Iranian, so, all right, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Give it up for the Persians in the house. Couple of them. Okay, all right, the rest of you don't care on this side. Just, <laughs> people can't tell I'm Persian. Like, they're like, are you really Persian, really? Like, like are people pretending to be Persian? Is that I don't think so. Or goes, you don't seem Persian to me. You don't seem to me Persian. Well, that's because I use cologne responsibly, all right? <laughs> But they get upset. I don't have, I don't have like the Persian outfit. Like this is a very, very easy V. This V neck doesn't like go down. Like you see the super Persians that got the V neck down to my nutsack. 
Then they approach beautiful white girls. They like white girls. The lighter the hair, the better. Because they have enough black hair to go around. So they don't need anymore. Hey, you have light hair, what's up? I am Persian. You don't know Persian? Think of Aladdin. I can show you the... Isn't that hilarious? I told you you'd like it. And if you want to see more of my clips, I have 400 more on youtube.com slash caveoncomedy. You can also subscribe on Patreon, Locals, make a one-time donation on gofundme.com or Venmo me, and I will keep these comedy clips coming and continue to be the most patriotic comedian in the entire world, but also the most half-Persian as well. That was a lot of fun and a shout out to Jody for, you know, I gave her a free comedy show and she threw $10 in the bucket. Every dollar helps. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And it's time to get out of here. We went a little long, but then again, Joe Biden ran long, which threw our timing off and we started late. So with that said, uh, unfortunately, my managers reached out to Canada and they got the prime minister. His name is Justin. I'm President Justin. Like, that's how you know your country. We went from, you know, George Washington and, you know, King George and King James. I'm Justin. Can I run your country? So anyways, he wants to come on. I said yes. Um, then I regretted it. And uh, uh, I believe his last name. So it's Justin Dildo. He's the prime slime minister. And he wants to say hello. So, um, okay. Justin, are you in? President Justin. Come on, you asked for this opportunity. There you are. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, he's wearing one of his traditional outfits. Uh, if you don't know Justin Dildo, he will dress in blackface or kind of however he wants to patronize and pander to the people that are voting. So, uh, uh, Justin, go ahead if you're there. Uh, yes, hello. It is me, Justin Dildo. And I mean no harm. I come in peace. I have been programmed to be a pleasant president, a prime minister of Canada, the perfect representation of a beta male. My maker has built me to look like the ideal man. And if you pull down my pants, there's nothing there. No masculinity. Nothing offensive. Nothing to see here, folks. Perfect for all leftists. All my clothes come from Banana Republic. And unless, well, of course they dress me like an Indian Sikh or if I decide to go in blackface. But that's very rare. I don't want to hurt anyone, so I let them do what they will with me. I have no control. They can roll me out on a dolly and I will dress like a cowboy, a Native American, a construction worker. Basically, any one of the village people that they choose. You never know with me. And all Canadians come together when they see me. They hold hands and they want to fight racism. We want to fight racism here and in your country and even in outer space. Wherever you wish, I will be there with you as long as they upgrade my computer chip. Oh, my batteries are getting low. I'd better head back now to Ottawa headquarters where I recharge. And I hope you too will do the same. Thank you, and please stop being racist. I appreciate your time. Wow. Okay. I, I guess they wheeled him out. Uh, he's a robot? I, I didn't quite follow. I guess, um, I guess he's not really president. He's a computer-generated robot to be the ideal man that when you pull down his pants, there's nothing there, nothing offensive. Uh, I don't know what I just saw. Well, that is just about the end of the show. It's almost time to sign off. I'm, I'm still shocked Justin Dildo stopped by, and that was, that was cool. I mean, I've had several celebrities. Uh, you've seen them all, but that one was one of the more weird. Um, I guess he's like an app. He's really not a prime minister. He's just an app of a prime minister named Justin. It's like, hey, Siri. It's like, hey, Justin. Yes, can I help you? 
and let's not be racist now. Ask me a question that's not offensive. All right, it is time to get out of here. You guys stuck with me. The longest right show we've ever had, Truth Through Comedy. We have no corporate sponsors, no big brands. We do it all ourselves. All we ask is you send your friends to my tour dates. You throw a little bit of money in the bucket. You subscribe on youtube.com. Normally I'd say Facebook, but don't even bother. I'm banned from there for at least another 25 days, maybe more. And a big shout out to our $100 sponsors. Every one of those names in the last week threw $100 in to keep my show going. And if that wasn't enough, we had $50 sponsors. There were so many of them, they didn't even fit in one banner. Okay? So we're gonna have to do the 50s like this. Look what I got. Every single name you see here is a producer on my show. Keeping it funny, keeping it informative, and keeping it edgy so I don't have to bow down like Bill Maher or like Justin Dildo, who wants you to please be safe and let's not be racist, everyone. If you like my show, feel free to tell your friends about it. Join the podcast. You just type in The Right Show and you're going to find it on Apple, Google, Podcast Addict, Spotify. I can't believe it. It's getting bigger and bigger every single week. And if you want to support this show right here, right now, you can do a super chat or go on GoFundMe.com slash Comedy. I've just added the Cash App for all my homies. You know the homies be using Cash App, dollar sign, KVON Comedy, or Venmo at KVON dash KVON. The final way to support the show, join Patreon, join Locals, and keep laughing. That is the most important thing you can do because every single one of you mean a lot to me. I'll tell you what, you mean a lot more to me than Trevor Noah's fans mean to him because we're doing this all together. Thanks for watching. Thank you for your support. Thank you for watching The Right Show. When you come see me live, you're going to get a free sticker. You can put it on your laptop and you can piss off your purple-haired cousins. That's the goal. Now, most shows end abruptly. I'm signing off now. But for those watching the live, you can keep chatting for four more minutes and I can interact in the comments because that's how we roll. Thank you everybody for being with me and I'll see you next week, every Wednesday for the live, every Sunday for the podcast.